Hello there, darlings. Welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. They are old. They are not hip. They are the weird aunties that you didn't know you needed or wanted. And now, for a friendly reminder, this show is for adults. That darling DJ duo, Emma Davenport and Lady Attercop, drink cocktails, have potty mouths, and at least one of them was raised by wolves. <laughs> Davenport. And I am Lady Attercop. And this week we have hit the, <laughs> the year. Wall. Yes, the wall. We have hit the year mark on being quarantined. And um, I would like to know how you, Lady Attercop, have been coping with being in a lockdown, quarantine, self isolating isolation how what have you how how have you been dealing with it <laughs> how you how you doing i'm sorry i didn't mean no. to cackle um i know yeah not. no good it's all great over here it is not great uh i actually gonna i'm i am actually you have asked this question you did not know this was a loaded question I did you not. not. You should not know this was a trap. I did not. You told me it was okay. I lied to you. I apologize. Uh, no, I, like a lot of people, actually, because I have had my first, uh, I have had my first vaccination shot. Oh, oh yay. Uh, very exciting. In a couple of days, I actually will be 92% inoculated. And that's very, very exciting uh, because I have just been a walking, talking, potential typhoid Mary the entire time of quarantine. It is not felt great. Uh, for some listeners that may not know, I work in a salon uh, in which we touch people and we are in their quarantine bubble for more than 15 minutes. And I'm also going to school with young people who think that they are invincible so they aren't always the safest when it comes to mask security um so i've spent a lot of the past year feeling like a potential uh infection vector that could kill someone that i know and love i was actually trying to go in a more like what have you no, been- but we're getting there are we? I was trying to go for the more like, how have you been occupying your time in the quarantine? Mm. Not the I the existential dread that I feel because of the quarantine. Well, the answer is that a good chunk of that existential dread has now been lifted. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, so I have been doing more things because I feel a little bit less like I might potentially murder someone I care about. Uh, 
And for me, that has manifested as um, buying plants, gardening, and watching very long Marvel movies. Oh. Apparently. All right. We just didn't have the spoons to watch a movie about where half of the population dies. I can I can <laughs> see that. As a plot point during a pandemic. I can, I can see that. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. 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 I can see um, that. Yes, but no. Uh, yes, but no. That, no, it, it, it actually is a huge uh, weight off of my shoulders, and I uh, am feeling a little bit less like casual contact with me might potentially kill someone I love. So that that's good. Awesome. I'm and, and feeling like this was quarantine a... for years made me real weird. Yeah, I was feeling like this might be going the wrong direction. That's great. Yeah. We're all feeling like that. I... We're, all, we're all grappling with what it means to have been in a quarantine for a year. Well, so quarantine for me personally has just been mostly about revisiting my childhood of being isolated and alone and and separated from the rest of the population just like when I was homeschooled by a bunch of hippie weirdos. So, yeah, that's been a fun. And so you were accusing me of making it bleak. I'm trying not to make it bleak. My whole thing is so that <laughs> so where I'm going with this is that when I was a child my best friend's friend was television, and I used to read the TV guide for fun. And my oh, family and my family would ask me, "What's oh, it's Tuesday? What's on TV today?" And I would then list off all of the various things because I had memorized it because that was one of the things that I did because I had nothing else to do. Oh, I also read the TV guide for fun, but yes. I was I also read the encyclopedia for fun i did that I as well not homeschooled i was just i did that as well i also read the dictionary i read the dictionary too i first looked up curse words and then i branched off into other words that i thought were interesting oh i just yeah i just jumped around you didn't in the look dictionary. up curse words in the dictionary i knew all the curse words no i i knew them but it was really fun to read the definition oh, yeah. of like say shit Oh yeah, no, I do. I one of the things that I did when I hit uh, college age eighteen, I guess, uh, was that I realized that I could actively say swears out loud. Oh, and cursed a whole bunch, and I like to. uh, And one of my favorite things was to completely and totally do all of the grammatical variations on swear words. My favorite one being fuck. Um, yes, you can use fucking many different yes. ways. Yeah, there's actually, I believe, a Netflix show, The History of Swear Words, with <laughs> Nicolas Cage, that does all of that. And it's very funny because I was like, yep, did all of that. Did it? Did all of it. I figured out how to conjugate the word fuck in so many different ways. Yep. Mm. Yep. I used it as an adjective, as a verb, as... A, a noun. noun in every way possible. I, Adam. yeah, I, it's my favorite thing. And that was definitely partially because of my reading the dictionary. Oh, so you hit a certain age and then you started cursing real bad. Yes. And then I haven't stopped. 
I oh, mean, I okay, don't so do I can... it. I don't do it so much on this show because yeah. for the t- past twelve years, it was a it was a habit that we weren't supposed to. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard for me to do it here. <laughs> and I mean, you did just say the word "fuck" a bunch of times. I did. I did. But in academic sense. But it was. But normally, uh, in my everyday life, uh, I say it. I swear quite a lot and poor Rupert, my significant other is uh, constantly asking me to stop because I swear a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We are a cussing bunch. Yes. And I can't help it. Of course he is also now a cussing bunch. I don't know if that's because of, I don't know if that's because of my influence or simply his own he now suddenly feels the freedom of saying it. I do know that he actually said that, you know, his the polite the plight and and easygoing Rupert died six months ago in this <laughs> pandemic and that in the pandemic. and that the I the the I don't feral. take Yes, the feral I don't take no shit Rupert has has emerged and, and he will <laughs> not tolerate <laughs> Is the feral Rupert the one that made me a dick-shaped cat scratcher for how uh, for Christmas? Yes, yes, that then would I be. Like, I am on board for this Rupert. That would be that would be that Rupert. Listeners, you have to understand this was a greatly uh, appreciated gift. Yes, because I am I am as was, dear Rupert, a an art student. And if there is one thing that art students and cartoonists and all other creative types enjoy, it is a finely crafted, crude gift. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. For, it, is, it is beautiful. So for Christmas, Ru- Rupert, my significant other, took all of the cardboard that we had collected over the course of, oh, I don't know, the past six months. We had a bunch of boxes. Pandemic. I, yeah, through the pandemic, I like to refer to it as Box City. It was essentially a playground for our cats to play around in. But he mm-hmm. broke them all down and then turned them into a cat toy, a cat scratch toy. So many layers. He cut them out in the shapes and made a penis and testicles specifically. It is beautiful. Um, to give to Lady Addercop and Mr. Ducky as a Christmas gift. And he actually <laughs> asked me when he was about to start doing it, do you think that they will appreciate this? And I just started mm. laughing. And I was like, they are the only people that I know who would. Yeah, it was, it was so, gorgeous. It was beautiful. Yes. It was he's, perfect. He's already t- love it. Yeah, he's already taken notes as to how he will make the next one. Oh, oh, oh. How to perfect does, it. He does not know what cock-shaped yes. uh, revenge Yeah, he's he's hoping. Him. He's, he's, he has, he has, uh, he's very curious to know what the revenge will be. Oh, he's all I, for it. I know. We're, we're only three months into the new year and I'm already contemplating it. I'm, it, it, it consumes my every waking hour. Excellent. He's, he's all for it. He's how, he how it's can funny. I top this cock? Yes. Well, yeah. there you go. This this is what quarantine has done to us. Yes. I've watched 
a whole bunch of cartoons. Yes, I've, I've watched a lot of cartoons. I've watched a lot of cartoons. I've watched a lot of BBC shows. Mm. I've watched a lot of... I've been mostly sticking to comedies and yeah. cartoons because I have discovered that if I go too much into super serious things, it makes me upset. Yeah, but I haven't been able to get past the fourth episode of Division because I'm like, oh, yeah. I see where this is going. Yeah, and I'm I, familiar with the source material. So. Yes, yeah, I have. I did start yeah. watching what was this? Black Sails because our friend Lee, uh, he's like, hey, you want to very look at some obsessed pirates? about it? Yeah, sexy pirates. Hey, oh. look at these sexy, attractive pirates. Yeah, I'm still a little. I still have that slight feeling of Game of Thrones where it's like, just because you th think this is historically accurate, you didn't have to do this. Yeah, no. Like, you didn't have to put sexual assault in this episode. You don't, because, you know, you, you know just historically accurate. Um, not. Like, assaulting children. Yeah. Could you, you not just keep that out of the you could just TV not show. put that in there. Well, also, because it's like, oh, that's that's upsetting. So you could do the same well, for like, also. Like, I liked Musketeers, the BBC Musketeers. Yeah. I liked that was perfect. Like there was the brief moment where you thought it was going to go in that direction, and they stopped it. They nipped it in the and bud. Also, super attractive people, costume, costuming, yes, swords. Yes, I am all for it. I am all for it. There's yeah. very... But I have to watch it like I watch one or two episodes and then I have to stop and go watch Just something stupid. Because I have like, nope, alright, this is too much. Also, it's not necessarily historically accurate. It is not. Because for one, it is uh, what I find, it's based on Robert Louis, Louis Stevens's Treasure Island, so it's a prequel. <laughs> it's a prequel to Treasure Island. So, oh. so they're all fictional. There, uh, there's a lot of fictional characters. Uh huh. And then they've thrown in some historical figures the as well pirates. to like try and make it a little more like, oh yeah, it's all grungy and real, yeah. So like. There's Captain Flint and Long John Silver and mm -hmm. Billy Bones and a All bunch those of guys. yeah a bunch of other characters that are from the Treasure Island, but then they've thrown in some real historical like Captain Jack Rackham is in there and Anne Bonny <laughs> and Blackbeard. It's like wait a minute. Yeah, and there's some like and it's just there's some parts where it's like you have made. This female character very strong and bold, but then you've made this other one terrible, and I don't understand mm. what it what is going on. Like, and also these should be reversed. Like Anne Bonny, <laughs> Anne Bonny to me should not be in, be laying in a crying puddle of her own oh. tears. I believe she was the one that said if you fought like men instead of dogs, we wouldn't be overrun when she was captured. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Th th well, because it uh, was Anne Bonny and then... There was another. Mary... Yes, it Mary was... Mary somebody or other. Mary uh, Reed. It... Mary yes, Reed. Her was the and other. Mary Reed. And she was the one that 
ran off with Calico Jack. Yes, who is Captain she Jack Rackham. She 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 had she had been born of a like, you know, well to do family, but um clearly had something wrong internally with her because she was constantly getting into fights and Yeah, they did not head headbutting people before she became a pirate. Yeah, well so uh, yeah, so they made the Anne Bonnie character a lot a lot sadder passive no but then they also made her kind of a crazy murderer and uh i mean she was a crazy murderer yes. but, but there's definitely yes i'm only i'm only in i'm only a couple episodes in the second season so oh, I, yeah, but, I believe but there's definitely so, there's oh, definitely Reed, a lot Mary of Reed was the other pirate yes. that was a lady on her ship yeah uh, and they haven't. She it. hasn't appeared yet. If if they I, if she even shows I, if, up, and I could be mistaken because I'm not looking this up. This is off the dome. And <laughs> one thing that uh, that quarantine has proven to me is that yeah, I have ADHD. <laughs> I just need to go get a formal diagnosis for everything I already do. Uh, yeah, I believe she. She and Mary Reed, they did not surrender when they were finally captured. They like fought to the end. And I believe she was the one that said, if you had fought like men instead of dying like dogs, like she basically insulted all of the guys that threw their, their uh, weapons down and surrendered. Um, that seems about right. Yeah, yeah. I would have to look up the exact quote. Yeah. But, but this... there was definitely something like, you didn't fight like men. You were friggin dogs yet land lovers yeah are... well and so that's she you was know. not a passive submissive yeah bad yeah. woman uh, i believe she was the one that tried to seduce mary reed and then mary reed kind of begged her off was like oh no i'm not interested and she's like oh either you're interested or you're thrown overboard and mary reed went i'm a woman and that's how they found out that yes. Mary Reed. And then Anne Bonnie was like, Me too! Oh, hey! <laughs> well, in that case, hello, BFF. Yes, you're my bestest friend Let's now. Let's be lady pirates together. Yeah. And well, they reportedly, one of the, the, the fighting tactics that they would use would they be fighting some dudes and they would be kind of losing and then they would just like pop open their tops and show their boobs and be like, look at these guys. <laughs> And if, yeah, and sometimes that would distract uh, whoever they were fighting long enough so that they could stab them. I, I will you say... You know, like demure women would do. Well, I would say... I like will say demure women would do. Well, I will say that that was one of my tactics when grappling during Kung Fu. I mean, I didn't show yeah. boobs, but I did I did lift up my shirt to show my sports bra. Splash some sports bra? I split... Yeah, I flashed some sports bra and that would throw off my opponent enough, long enough so that I could grapple him to the ground when I was I doing mean, Kung Fu. It yeah, only it, works. It only worked once. It only works once. On well, that person. Because, because then if that person. I'm sure as a pirate. You're going to stab somebody. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure as a pirate, you know, it only has to work once because then they're dead. Your opponent yeah. is dead. And. And also, if you're a TV show and you're making a movie yes. about the woman who flashed her tits yeah. at opponents to make them stop fighting her long enough to gut them, uh, making her sad and cry 
may not be the right yeah yeah i don't know what <laughs> i don't know the right direction i don't know what direction they're going in okay. but it's very it seems very strange to me and and that is the that is where i am in that but overall i've just been watching like silly ridiculous cartoons i have caught up on craig in the creek and bob's burgers and steven universe and oh i'm not caught up on and, Adventure Time and uh, She-Ra and DuckTales and Gravity Falls and like there's a thousand other Owl, uh, Owl, well, Gravity oh, Falls Owl House old, but Owl House is new yeah and uh, I have been very much enjoying the new DuckTales I'm sad it's not getting another season mm, yeah yeah but those are all things that yep. that I feel like we've been watching a lot of TV is what we're trying to say yes because where? What else are we gonna do? Because Tele- we're, TV because is my we're friend. sad and emotionally wounded. Yes, TV is my friend. And on that, I'm gonna press a button. The, the best, best alternative. alternative. Mad Wasp Radio. you took and then you take that love you made 
Tom Waits with Big in Japan. Before that, we had T-Bone Burnett with Hollywood, Mecca of the Movies. And starting off our set was Unwoman with On the Radio. Dream 
Losers, will you know? 
Mad Wasp Radio relies on listener support to keep us going. So if you have a spare moment, please visit our donate page on our website, madwaspradio.com, and give us a few pennies.
army with our friends quote unquote electric before that we had and honestly i don't know our friends electric in this pandemic yeah probably before that we had thomas dolby with radio silence and starting off our set was john cameron mitchell with midnight radio Capacities, you know 
to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on Skag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox in four parts without commercial interruptions. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon blowing a bugle and leading a charge by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spiro Agnew to 
eat hog moths confiscated from a Harlem sanctuary, the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by the shape of a war theater and will not star Natalie Woods and Steve McQueen or Bullwinkle and Julia. The revolution will not give your mouth sex appeal. The revolution will not get rid of the nubs. The revolution will not make you look five pounds thinner because the revolution will not be televised, brother. There will be no pictures of you and Willie Mae pushing that shopping cart down the block on the dead run or trying to slide that color TV into a stolen ambulance. NBC will not be able to predict the winner at 8.32 on report from 29 districts. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of Whitney Young being run out of Harlem on the rail with a brand new process. There will be no slow motion or still lights of Roy Wilkins strolling through Watts in a red, black, and green liberation jumpsuit that he has been saving for just the proper occasion. Acres, Beverly Hillbillies, and Hooterville Junction will no longer be so damn relevant, and women will not care if Dick finally got down with Jane on Search for Tomorrow, because black people will be in the street looking for a brighter day. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no highlights on the 11 o'clock news and no pictures of Harry Arm, women liberationists, and Jackie Onassis blowing her nose. The theme song will not be written by Jim Webb or Francis Scott Keyes, nor sung by Glenn Campbell. Tom Jones, Johnny Cash, Engelbert Humperdinck, or the rare earth, the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be right back after a message about a white tornado, white lightning, or white people. You will not have to worry about a dove in your bedroom, the tiger in your tank, or the giant in your toilet bowl. The revolution will not go better with coat. The revolution will not fight germs that may cause bad breath. The revolution will put you in the driver's seat. The revolution will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised. The revolution will be no rerun, brothers. The revolution will be live.
place than here. What better time than now? Brass Against featuring Sophia Ursta with Gorilla Radio. Before that, we had Gil Scott Heron with The Revolution Will Not Be Televised. And starting off our set was Klaatu with Calling Occupants of Interplanetary Craft. TV party tonight. All right. We're gonna have a TV party. All right. Tonight. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews. Everybody's gonna hang out here tonight. All right. We'll bounce out on the couch. All right. Tonight. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews. No one talks about anything else. We don't want to know. We're dedicated to our favorite shows. We sit glued to the TV set all night. And every night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do. Watch TV and have a couple of brews. TV shows what it's like out there. It's a scare. You can go out if you want. We We don't don't care. care. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews. No one talks about anything else. We don't want to know. Do not, this isn't fair. 
there's no TV and just a couple of brews. This is Mad Wasp Radio, home of the hits.
with silent movie before that we have pomplamoose with video killed the radio star and starting off our set was asylum street spankers with tv party Peter came out and gave us medals 
declaring us the nicest of the damn Time won't find the loss It'll sweep up our skeleton bones So take the wheel and I will take the We're in
never around. Those medals you wear on your moth-eaten chest should be there for bungling it when you are best. So! Stop the pigeon! 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 How? Nab him! Jab him! Jab him! Grab him! Stop that! Heat with the theme song for Johnny Quest slash Stop That Pigeon uh, from the trend of the 90s of re-recording popular TV shows uh, by punk bands. So uh, Google that if you'd like to hear the rest of the album. It's pretty good. Before that, we had The Damned with Plan 9, Channel 7, and starting off our set was They Might Be Giants with Road Movie to Berlin. Now, here comes the music. Do I look bothered? Oh, you are awful, but I like you. <laughs> Ned Wasp Radio. I feel the hot wind on my shoulder and the touch of world when it's older. I dial it in and check the number. I leave it on in a bit of slumber. I hear the rhythms of the music. I'm on the block and never use it. I hear the talking of the DJ. And on the man, guess what does he say? I'm on the Mexican radio. I'm on the Mexican radio. They talk about the U.S. inflation I understand just a little No comprende, it's a riddle I'm on the Mexican radio I'm on the Mexican Eating barbecued iguana I check the quests on the telephone I'm on a wavelength far from home I feel the hot wind on my shoulder I dial it in from south of the border I hear the talking of the DJ Can't understand what the heck did he just say I'm on the Mexican radio I'm on a Mexican Yeah. 
with TV set. Before that, we had April Smith and the Great Big Picture Show with Movie Loves the Screen. And starting off our set was Lee Press on in the Nails with Mexican Radio.
You're listening to Mad Wasp Radio. That was Scissor Sisters with tits on the radio. Don't put your tits on the radio. That's not how you get a mammogram. Before that, we had Oh Children with Radio Waves. Also not how you get a mammogram. Starting off our set with Spoon with This Book is a Movie.
with Digital Witness. Before that, we had Electric Six with Radio Gaga. And starting off our set was David Bowie with Cat People, parentheses, putting out fire. Someday, when I, so when I get my vaccine, yes. and you are finished with your vaccine, yes. we can then possibly do this <laughs> podcast back in our studio together. And it will be lovely. If only for, oh if only for you know a few hours that we can be 
away from our significant others in a different location. We can go to a third location. What? For a few hours. It will be wonderful. I look forward to it. It Weird. I feel like. And listeners, we appreciate you. We do. We appreciate with like continuing to listen to us through this very strange year that we are all enduring. Yes. I I don't want to say surviving. I I want to say enduring. Yes. Uh and we super appreciate it and um it actually feels crass to kind of like chill right now after yeah. I say how much we appreciate you all hanging in there while we while we just kind of trudge through 2000 and 2000 like just 2020 and 2021 yeah um so i won't i won't chill uh you can find all of our information on agonyauntstudios.com that is where our social media stuff is it's where our patreon and coffee and all that other good stuff is uh uh yeah it's been a it's it's Mm. yeah no it's been a year we've now been doing this remotely for over a year and and it stinks yes yeah we we originally did this remotely a couple times because of snowstorms right and bad weather and now it has become the normal thing and it is very weird for both of us and and sometimes you know sometimes we struggle because yeah it it's not the same as it used to be. It. Oh, I feel like an old person, and I should be shaking my walking stick. It didn't well, used to be like this. It, it's um, hard to keep the energy up. It's yeah. hard to have the same kind of um, spontaneity and yeah. banter and and uh, and stuff. And and also, we're both now dealing with living our lives remotely for a year and it's tough yes and and i'm sure everyone and i'm sure every one of our listeners has also been dealing with the the same same exact same exact thing and so so good Uh, on you for for making it through this long and 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 for doing the right thing and we we all appreciate you you for doing it because yeah because it's definitely we know that it works and we know that it's helping mm-hmm. to stem the tide of something really terrible that we don't have any control over. So I appreciate, I appreciate every single one of you for, for doing what you need to in order yeah. to make sure that you and yours stay safe and the people you care about stay safe, just like we're trying to do. So with that. And we know it hasn't been easy. Yeah. It's sucked on toast. Yes. And with that, this has been the Clockwork Cabaret. Mm-hmm. She is Lady Addercop. Am I? I assume. Hold on. Yeah, no, no, I am. I am Lady Addercop. And and, and she's Emmett Davenport, as far as I know. And, and it's not work we do. It's love. Are you troubled by tarantulas? Angered by arachnids? Do spiders plague your waking world? 
If such troubles put a rustle in your bustle, then we have the solution to free your undergarments from fear-related quakes. Rid yourself of this condition and harden your disposition with our ingenious invention. How, how is such a behavioral transformation possible? Simple. Simply arm yourself with our patented appendage amputation shears and simple erroneous mantra. Spiders have eight legs, not six. This must surely be an insect. Now you can live a scream-free existence surrounded by swarms of your newfound friends. This marvel of modern myths thinking is brought to you by Miss Muffet's Emporium of Curds, Whey, and Devilish Devices. Now available by mail order. Quarter two. Oh, I must get a little hand put on that watch. Aye, about the time you were tuned into Mad Wars Radio. Always the best coming out of the nest. Aye, thank you all.